Good morning. Welcome to Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today we're recording another episode of The Blind View, and Leon and Joetta are joining me from Houston. How are you guys today? I'm fine. And yourself? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Um, things are pretty crazy out there yet, aren't they, guys? Yes, they are. Never thought um, I'd see this happen. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. Hold on, my dogs are barking. Anyway, Leon, Leon, what, there was something specific that you you learned about this morning that I think we could probably get started with, right? Yes, this is about these college campuses, and you know, I, it, it was a list of the top ten most liberal anti-American colleges. I'm I'm just gonna go through a couple of them, what they what they've been doing since the, over the last couple of years, you know. What was that? The University of Colorado. You can't even um. What was that? Um, say the word America or American because it uh, it might trigger some students, you know. And and look at the University of Oklahoma. They they've gotten rid of the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, that's just sad. It's horrible what's going on in this. What this university is teaching our youth. Yeah, and those are just two examples of different policies in a lot of our universities that are restricting our children's, you know, free thought and free expression. Mm -hmm. um, and it frustrates me. You know, um, since this George Floyd stuff, these so-called protests for George Floyd, which is not about, it's just about Marxists trying to change the American values, which is terrible. It's terrible. I'm I'm tired of it. I am. I'm, I've had it up to here with it. Mm -hmm. it. It's like the Marxists have stolen the message that George Floyd's family was handed when George was murdered. Huh? It's like they mm -hmm. hijacked it. Yes, they did. And Black Lives Matter is not even about black lives. It's about if you go on their website. It's, it clearly states they want to get rid of cisgender patriarchy and and promote black trends. No, I mean I, I don't care what you do with your life that you, but I'm a I love the nuclear family. I love because that's the way I grew up, you know. And it's, and and look what it's done for me. Yeah, most of us grew up in nuclear families, or at least we were born into nuclear families, even if our families didn't subsist. You know. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings up to mind something that I thought about all the last week or so. Back in 2001, and Leon, I know when I mention this song, you're going to know what I'm saying. The four cops came out with a song called The Keeper of the Castle. I think I do. Uh-huh. And back then, in the very beginning of the song, it says, um, Live it down. Every one of us has been pushed around. Red, yellow, black, and white, and brown with the tear of their own. And it, they be talking about, can't you see? Why are you picking on society? All the leaves of your family tree are begging you to come home, to be a father mm -hmm. to your children, and to make your wife be happy. Well, here's the thing. Men are not in their homes anymore. Children are growing up without that nuclear family. And I brought this up the last time we were talking, Becca, about how sometimes, you know, 
and the young lady finds out she's pregnant, the guy jets. Uh huh. Then she's either forced to work doubly hard or go into drugs. Uh huh. Or abort the kid. Exactly. So, yeah. This song is talking about the unity of the family. No matter what color you are, you need to hold uh-huh. together as a family. And instead, look at what's happening. People are running up on society, griping about what society did. Instead of looking back behind them at their own backyard to straighten it up first. Uh-huh. There have been policies, governmental policies that have been handed down over the decades though that have served to destroy the nuclear family in this country, Joetta. AKA welfare. The, the, the individuals are definitely responsible, but but these policies, like like the, the stuff, the Clinton crime bill, what that did to t- remove so many fathers from homes, you know what I mean? It was horrible. And then yeah. other policies mm-hmm. that have that have changed the dynamics of of the um, financial situation in the home, so that now there's two parents working and the kids are are like just running rampant. You know what I mean? Well, may I may I dare say democratic policies? Uh huh. Yeah. That's 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 the problem. It's democratic policies. Uh-huh. LBJ, even though he. He signed the civil rights bill. He didn't want to sign it, but he knew if he signed it, black folks were gonna keep on Democrat forever. Uh-huh. That's why he signed it. He was against it at first, uh-huh. but that's what he wanted to do. Okay, welfare states that there cannot be a man at the house at all. You know, as long as there's no man in the house, as long as you have kids under the age of eighteen, we'll keep paying you. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. yeah. That's only part of it. I don't think that's all the problem. Part of it is also once they keep doing this and they see, and I'm saying this on my own from what I've noticed growing up, uh, when there was a man in the house and they found out how easy it was to get the money as long as he was gone. These women would lie through their teeth to get everything they could from the state. And then the man would come back home and they'd split it between them. But then when a home visit comes up and they get wind of it, everything that man had in that house would disappear. And this I've noticed growing up. Because we had a neighbor right next door to us who was married. Husband wasn't working. He's sitting around the house. Sitting around the house. So, so, guys, is it possible that these things we're talking about, these things, these um, laws that made things happen in our society, in our families, is it possible that, um, that, that we could change these policies, or do you think it's too late? Um, it's never too late to change, but it has to, it has to come from within. You have to be the one that wants to change it. Because I, um, like the way the me and you both can can attest to, we've seen in these projects, it's generation after generation after generation going through the same stuff, right? Am I right or wrong? No, you're right. Your grandmother started. She has a daughter. Their daughter has a you know goes to the welfare program. She and she has a daughter. 
and it just keeps going and going and you have sometimes you have four or five generations living in the same project. You know, when is it going to stop? You have to stop it. It, 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 it starts with you. It starts with, with the parents or with the kids? Well, no, the parents. One and the parents. But I'm saying you have to be the one that wants to stop it. You know, uh -huh. it, that's Remember why we I were talking like, about that last week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, this is why I don't like the Democratic platform, because, because they label everybody as a victim. I'm not a victim. I might be blind, but trust, I'm far from dumb. Okay? Uh -huh. I just want you to get out of my way so I can do what I can do. Just get out yeah. of my way. Stop with the social policies that are holding us back. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, my dad, I've seen both my dad and mom get up every day from at 4.30 to go to work. Well, to my dad, you know, we tried to move to his other job doing the graveyard shift. But even then, but I, when he was working at his, at his other job, which he retired from 30 years of working, got up every day at 4.30, out the house by 5.00. I've seen both my parents do that. That's what gave me what I my my work there. So when I first got my first job at 18, you know, I was never late. I was never, I never talked back to anybody. No, anybody that had authority over me. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. What what you need me to do? Because this is what you pay me to do. I don't come there complaining. I come do my eight or ten hours, and I'm going. Then I'm gone home. That, what's so hard about that? Leon, how many years did you work before you lost your vision? Uh, let me see here. Oh, let me see. 18, what, 19, about eight and a half years. So d did you face discrimination based on your race at, during those no. eight and a half years? No, you did they not. hired me. They, the managers hired me on. I'm going to face some idiots every now and then, but they weren't white. It was, all, it was from all races. They were just okay. idiots. <laughs> People who prejudged you because they didn't know what was going on. Because mm, I had an Asian kid come tell me I went from the hood. That's the way oh. I uh, I'm sorry, guys, my dogs. And it's not okay. like my gardeners or my landscapers are here outside too with their machine on. It should be clearing up in a moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had one, that Asian kid, I didn't know what it hit him or just turned him in, but I just let him slide. You know, like, man, you, know, you, you just don't know what I know. You know, where I, where I come from. You know, uh -huh. this, I even faced it in high school. So you feel like they you didn't face? Was, huh? You you feel like you did? You feel like you did not face discrimination when when working? Um, what about? Do you feel like in high school and in, in grammar school? Do you feel like you were given access to the same benefits and and programs and stuff that your white peers were given in school? Well, I, or not really because you know I went to a mostly black high school, and it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. It, it was. It, the, um, excuse me. The thing about it was, it was the counselors. You know, they were <laughs> the ones. They were. They were the ones that, that discriminated against me. Because they told you you couldn't do stuff. Yeah, one. They're supposed to go to a community college. Um. Uh, what was that? Um. Walkthrough or something. Uh -huh. And the lady literally told me that I couldn't go. <laughs> This was a counselor. Mm-hmm. So and her reasoning for that. I was smart enough. That was to her. But once I graduated from aircraft maintenance school, I went back and showed her, look, look, hey, you know, don't you remember me? 
I'm you told me that I couldn't that I couldn't be now. I wasn't smart enough. But here he is, I got an aircraft mechanic license. What you gotta say about that? I make stuff fly. You know, and it comes from our own people, um, Becca. Black folks they they discriminate against they discriminate against their own their own people and it has to stop. That crab in a barrel mentality has to stop. I'm tired of it. You know, if we do good and we move out the neighborhood, we call sellouts and Uncle Tom. I don't know, I don't understand that. And if you must know, Uncle Tom, he was actually the hero in the book, Uncle Tom's Family. A lot of people don't read the book. You read the book, he's the he is the hero. So is it do you think it could possibly be, Leon, that those people who call you an Uncle Tom didn't have the gumption to pull themselves up and become successful themselves? A lot of my peers were just, I think they, they didn't have that nuclear family structure like what I came from. You know, um, a lot of them, would, I think they were just jealous of the, of the family structure I had because I, I, I was called an Oreo, um, Uncle Tom Coon. And I'm like, what are you, how can that be? And, I'm, and I, grew up, I, I, sorry, I grew up in the same neighborhood as you, you know, I don't understand that. I don't talk with a slang. My parents would not let me would not let me talk with a slang. I'll sack my pants. That was they were gonna knock me. They were gonna knock me into a coma until next week. You know, I better not go out the house with my pants sagging. You know, um, I just couldn't see myself doing that. You know, once I because um, I was supposed to have went to the army like my dad, but since me being diabetic, I couldn't go, and that broke my heart because that that was my plan. I literally had no plan after that because I literally found that I couldn't go about two months before I graduated from high school. And I didn't save money like, like some of the other students did. But, you know, I persevered through that. You know, um, I found that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mechanic junkie like my dad. I love, I love working by my hands. And that, that bug bit me, and I've been on it ever since. I never considered myself a victim or, or, or if I was oppressed or anything. I, I never seen it. That's good, Leon. I like that. What about? Do you know any? Do, do you have friends or family that you feel have been victimized by the system? Though, have you seen anybody else get victimized? Like it's stuff that they didn't do to barely? themselves. It's stuff that they did. It's stuff that they did to themselves. My my dad's side of the family. Most of my uh -huh. cousins have been to jail. I mean, I'll mm -hmm. back. I'm sorry, prison. Uh-huh. You know, and the stuff that they, but they didn't have that nuclear family structure. Uh-huh. You know, and I've had family members just get it's like they hated on me throughout my entire youth because of that. You know, they uh -huh. thought my parents were rich. Like, my parents are not rich. They just get up and go to work every day. Yo, you because just, your parents didn't. It's it's just it's not that you and your parents were rich, it's that you and your parents or you made different decisions in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and I just don't understand, you know, like the, uh, like the Democratic Party, that platform, you're a victim. If you're a minority, you're a victim. And no, I'm not. I've, in, everywhere I've been to, they always treat me with respect. I never felt like I was going to get lynched or, or they were going to call the cops on me, even though I had, I had the cops call me one time before I was sitting in a parking lot. But as soon as the cops came, I, I didn't act a fool. I showed them my ID, and, and they left. Uh -huh. And that's the problem with a lot of black youth. They don't have no 
they, they don't they don't like authority. And that's they, what, that's they don't what, know how that, to. Do you think maybe it's that they don't know how to speak to authority? No, well that too, but it's just no father figure. That father figure puts that authority and discipline in you. You uh, act up, he's he's gonna he's gonna make you act right. He's gonna uh, make you straighten up and act right. That's what a father does. Mother's there to nurture, father's there to, to discipline. And that's the and that's the problem with a lot of black youth. They don't have that they don't have that father discipline in their life. You know, you get put over by the they get put over by the cops. Why you put me over for? You don't know what that what that cop pulled you over for. It could be anything. Like, you know, your your, your tires going flat or your your on um, your rear view light. I mean your rear view, um not rear view, I'm sorry. Your tail your, light is out. <laughs> your rear light is I'm sorry. I can't I'm getting my, my car lingo all mixed up. But just sit there and, and be patient, just see what they want. You get when they come into the car, you're already ready to fight and cuss the cop out. No, don't do that. That's your your job is to make it home at the end of the day. You don't hold court on the side of the road. You hold court in a courthouse. And that's the problem. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I have to point out, though, that anybody who, especially a young person, who gets pulled over on the side of the road or has any interaction with a law enforcement individual, police officer, or what have you, I mean, I was young at one point myself, and when you're young like that, it's scary dealing with an adult in authority. And if I were an African-American youth, I'm sure it'd be even more frightening. Um, and I have a couple of teenage boys myself, and I know my sons, um, especially my older son, pops off with some really ridiculous stuff out of his mouth, you know mm. what I mean, without thinking about it. Mm. And if he's if he were black and he said some of those things to a cop, he'd be in deep trouble, you know? So I kind of understand how an African-American youth could accidentally say something that's going to get him in trouble. Because my son does it all the time. I've told him so many times, watch your mouth. You need to not well, talk like that. But you know? can I with that right quick? Woo. On this statement, can I, can I intervene right quick? Yeah, I'm quiet. Go ahead. Okay. Well, about you know, like they say, you know how many black you know how many black people folk were killed last year by the cops? Take a wild guess. Um, did you say how many people were killed by the cops? Black folk or, were killed by the cops last year. I don't even want to guess because if if I guess too high, I'll be horrified. If I guess too low, I'll be horrified. I don't like it, guessing. It was nine. It was nine total. Okay. You know how many white folks were killed by the cops last year? I don't know. Over 19. Okay. Cops are now afraid to... Do, more black... How, how can I put this? More black fo folks kill the cops than, than cops kill black folks. Okay? That's the problem. The cops are afraid to even try to, try to discipline black youth anymore. Because look at the stuff that's been going on with George Floyd and now Rayshard Brooks. <laughs> You know, uh, and like uh, I told Joetta about Rayshard Brooks, he pointed that time. I, oh, he was unarmed. He was not unarmed. He shot a taser at that cop. Uh -huh. Okay, he. I didn't say he deserved to die, but he caused his own demise. He caused it on his uh -huh. own, and that's the problem. Yeah. George Floyd. That's a whole nother can of worms. Yeah, he didn't deserve to die. He did not deserve Ahmed, that. Ahmed Arbery. Ahmed Arbery. 
is no. another oh, situation as well. I, I just wanted to talk about some of these other, like Ahmed Arbery. You remember him, Leon? Mm-hmm. In Georgia. That, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, that, to me, that was clearly another case, just like what happened to George. That was clearly murder, what happened to Ahmed. Well, so there, the was, there, are, there are authentic cases of racism going on. Mm-hmm. But but the way we're handling it is not working. You know what I but mean? But you can't but you can't say George Floyd was racist either. The, the, oh, the, the yeah. case with George, well, you can't say he was racist because he because he did that. That cop, remember that was a black cop right there too. Right, I, I understand that. But but then you look at like Ahmed Arbery. But they, but they weren't cops though. But remember too, he had been he was fighting in that neighborhood uh, earlier, and, and which prior, um, uh, which prior to that, and I he know was they not were, jogging. He was not jogging. Right. But, That's the thing. Uh, that house had been burgled I, before. Uh-huh. So do, do, are you, you're not saying that you feel like Ahmed Armory was justified, that killing was justified, right? I don't know because I, since I can't really see it, you know, since me, with my, you know, with me being blind, but, you know, common sense will tell you if somebody's, if somebody's standing with a shotgun, you're not going to charge at them, right? Uh-huh. You're going to, or why didn't you go back the other way? If he was so, you know, why you know, did you try th- to fight the guy for the shotgun? I, the, I think the first video I saw of the Ar- Ahmed Arbery incident, I think it was when I Stefan Malnuk's put out. Mm-hmm. And when, when I listened to Stefan describe what, what, what he was seeing on the screen, because you know I'm blind like you, so I couldn't mm-hmm. see it. So I was literally listening to what Stefan was describing as he saw it himself. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I, throughout the whole thing, I was feeling like it was a setup. And then at the end, when Ahmed grabbed the gun, I still felt like it was a setup. Well, um, what be- about, well, what about the guy, you know, that's, that, guy, that guy's father that shot, you know, he said he called the cops prior to, the, to when he went in the house. So if you're going to plan to kill somebody, you're not going to call the cops prior to that. Yeah, but it just seemed like, I don't see that Ahmed was really a threat to, uh, what was it, Gregory? I'm trying to remember the other fellows, mm-hmm. the father and son team. You know, I don't see that Ahmed was really a threat to them that day. And I feel that they used he was casing that house deadly though. force. Um, was he or was he just he, jogging around the neighborhood? No, and even no, if, he even was if not. He, was, he, he wasn't in the act when they killed him. No, but what happened? He, he didn't though, have merchandise he was, in his hands, and he wasn't leaving the residence when they killed him. It was it was none in the house to steal. <laughs> exactly. So, but I, I mean, but he was but he chased that house out though. He because a couple weeks prior to that, that house that got that that guy that the homeowner said over two over two thousand bucks of fishing equipment got got stolen from that house. So somebody stole, uh, someone allegedly stole $2,000 of fishing equipment from that house. It still doesn't and somebody, say and someone stole that Ahmed is from, who did it. I didn't so, say he did it. I didn't say he didn't do it. But the thing is, and uh, also, you know, they they say he it was the, like the guy that, that stole a handgun from his truck, too. Yeah. See, here's the problem with this situation. Mm-hmm. It's too late for us to find out if mm-hmm. he, if anybody stole tackle equipment, and if so, was it Ahmed? Because Ahmed was shot. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. I mean, I feel like they shot him prematurely. I feel like that deadly force that they used against Ahmed that day was uncalled for and unjustified because they didn't have clear evidence that he had stolen anything. And Maybe that's he true. Was seen, you, that's and, true. So, 
um, to me that we need to have, you know, what is that called? Um, you know, where you have a right to a fair trial. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not just shot for a crime or executed for a crime. You're, you are, first you are charged and mm-hmm. then you're arraigned and then you're tried and you're convicted or released. But you know in, in the court of them, in the, but in the media's eye now, just because they were white, they're guilty. But if, if there was a black father and son, you never would have heard about this story. I'm not saying that that the father and son are guilty because they're white. I'm saying I don't think they are not guilty just because of what's shown on the video. I think there needs mm-hmm. to be more investigation. I say, I, I've said that too. But that's why I said just let the let the Georgia, the Georgia Bureau of Investigations take over. And mm-hmm. but the, it's, it's the media that, that's pushing this. Uh-huh. That's the problem. And, with, and same thing with George Floyd. I, again, uh-huh. Like I told you what a week ago, if um, if George Floyd was white, you would you wouldn't even heard about this. Uh-huh. And that's that's the thing. The media is trying to is trying is is dividing this country. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, it is the media, and the media needs to stop because these cases are not being fairly like executed. They're uh-huh. being tried in the media instead of tried instead of you know thoroughly investigated, you know what I mean? And and then uh, the process is not being carried out in the, the legal way it's supposed to be done. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jo- so, Joetta, what's your take on it, you think? Uh, well, I remember talking to Becca about this, like, this very situation last week. The media always goes for sensationalism. You know we've been talking about this, Leon. Uh-huh. And what the deal really should be is that you should let the justice system do their job for for uh, for the people that are involved in the situation and quit trying to sensationalize this mess. And it's almost it's almost like using the biggest gossip vine in history because that's what media is. It's like a big uh-huh. gossip vine or a rumor mill, if you want to call it that. And uh-huh. frankly, all that sensationalism has got to stop because all they're doing is keeping supposition, suspicion, and untrue facts going. Because until they actually have the whole facts of the matter, they're going to invent whatever they're going to do. And that's what they've been doing ever since there was a new people. I mean, and- come on now. And that's what these riots are supposed to be for for George Floyd, but it was never about George Floyd. You know, no. it's about Marx. It's about tearing this country apart. And like I told you, Becca and Joy, I'm tired of it. I am sick and tired of it. When are patriots, when are American patriots going to step up and start fighting back? Well, some of them have have already done that, but we, as a country, when you step up against these against these domestic terrorists, and Chief and Black Lives Matter. Because black lives don't matter to black people. You know, unfortunately, stepping up comes in a lot of different ways. And if we step in in the regard that we take arms and go out and try to protect ourselves, I think we could just make the situation worse. So therefore, I keep my arms at home. Yeah, I'm keeping my arms at home to protect myself here at home. Mm -hmm. I feel like the best we can do as Americans is let our voices be heard as much as possible so that people realize that not all of us are 
the haters out there that are doing all this stuff and that there are still people here who want this country to succeed and survive. And then the next step is for all of us to go vote in November for President Trump to save our country. That's true. But what, but where's the line in the sand at now? They, when these George Floyd riots started, you know, they tried to attack the Alamo, our sacred, <sighs> our sacred Alamo here in San Antonio, Texas, where Joette is home, is, is, is at home at right now. They tried to attack <sighs> it. <sighs> it's sad. They're, 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 they're messing up our monuments. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's sickening. They, they cannot be destroying our, our very heritage, the foundation of our country, you Something, know. Somebody has to draw, the line has to be drawn somewhere in the sand. So, you, they, you know, so the, well, we American patriots have to fight back. Something has to be done about that. There used they to be a saying. Bullying us. There used to be a saying about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what they're doing. They're throwing the baby out with the bathwater and it can't be done like that. We need to fix the, the parts of our society that are broken, but keep the good parts. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the great thing about America. We reformed that. Yes, we had slavery, but after slavery came Reconstruction, which we had the most black governors, senators, and congressmen ever at mm -hmm. one point. But I hate to keep saying it, but the KKK, there was the, the, the enforcement of the, of, the, of the Democratic Party. You know, they, they, they forced that up, up on us, and they've still, mm -hmm. been, and they've still been doing that. You know, I, like I've been trying to tell lots of people, especially in my family, what has the Democrat Party done for, for the black community since we've been voting for them? It's been going down ever, it's been going down ever since. And that's the problem. And back, to the, and back to the colleges and universities, colleges, I thought college was supposed to be what, they're supposed to teach you what, um, teach you how to think, not make you, not teach you what to think. No, I'm mean, sorry, mm -hmm. not tell you what to think. Right. That's why all, all these kids are so angry and they don't have any jobs. Well, you don't have a job because you don't have any skills. You went to school for something crazy. And you, and you, and you expect people to pay for that. No, I don't want to pay for your degree in, in basket weaving. You know, you pay for that. Uh -huh. And that's the problem. Y'all you, 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 um, been told a lie about an education. Yeah, you, we all need an education and something's going to get you a job. Not in, again, underwater basket weaving, where some people have, have degrees in that. How do you feel about this, Joetta? Well, Becca, we talked about this last week. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said then, I'll say it again. If you ain't part of the solution, you're still part of the problem. What are you going to do to make it better for our posterity, our children coming up behind us? Uh -huh. Are you, you know, you either got to get up and make a stand for yourself and change, even if it's just your part of the world, make it better for other people after you, not just for your children, but for people after you completely, because it only starts when you start, like Leon said. Uh -huh. But you've got to be willing to get up and do something about it. Otherwise, you are still a part of the problem. Uh -huh. And that's just as simple as it can be. So it sounds like 
we're all pretty much agreed that it's a matter of people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps mm-hmm. and but you, going on sorry. with life. But, that, but, right? but um, Becca, you can't say that with the Democrat Party, especially with these kids in, in, in college and stuff. You can't even talk to them. They call you a Nazi for saying that. <laughs> and that's the thing. Well, you, you, can't, you can't sit down and have an intelligent conversation with these kids anymore. Well, the reason our kids are, we can't have a sensible conversation with them is because they've been so indoctrinated by what they've been told their whole lives in these public schools and then in these public colleges and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, these government run yep. institutions of higher education. Mm-hmm. Like I told my dad today, these colleges, these professors are teaching these kids to hate their own country, which I don't understand that. I just don't understand it. Why do you hate America? Is not that bad. If America is the only country I know where people are trying to get in, and not, uh, if it's so bad, how come so many people are trying to get in here? If it's so bad, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Leon. And that's what I've been wondering for years. You know, and it's again something has to something has to give, and I'll be damned if I if I'm gonna give my country up to a bunch of terrorists that 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 don't pay any taxes. Uh, don't pay, mm-hmm. you know, get out of your mama's basement and go get a job. Okay? Stop mm-hmm. stop, stop thinking that everybody owes you something. Because the world don't owe you nothing. It was here before you, and it's going to be here after you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add on to this topic today? Um. Well, like I say about, um, about the... By, what do you say about grabbing arms? Um, Becca, uh-huh. It's getting crazy out there. Uh-huh. I, I, they are still in Portland, Oregon. They are still rioting. It's been over forty. They are still rioting. Wow. I'm like, what are you rioting for? What? what? Talking about talking about defunding the police. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, some of these rioters are professional rioters, so mm-hmm. they're hired to riot, period. And so mm-hmm. they'll riot until they're no longer paid to riot, whoever's paying them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, but, but the thing is, but, but the, the cops are told to stand down. Heck, hey, look what happened over the week, over Fourth of July weekend in Chicago, Atlanta, and New York. How many people were shot in Chicago over 89? Oh, yeah. It's a doggone I- shame. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and now it's gotten to the point in Chicago, if you even so much as fly into Chicago, anybody coming into Chicago, they now have to quarantine themselves before they even go to the destination they were going to in the first place. So if you're going to go see your cousins, you got to bunk in a hotel room for 14 days before you can go see them. My understanding yeah. is that you have to quarantine for 14 days no matter where you go. And I'm trying to figure out, because I want to do some traveling in the next couple of months, and I'm trying to figure it, out it depends on how the state. to do it. It, it, really, does it state to state. It's state to state. Okay. Well, I want to go up to Montana. I actually own a house up there, so I kind of think maybe I can just go to my house. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just got to figure out how it's supposed to work, because I don't want to fly up there and then be stuck up there for two weeks. Your, your best bet is to call Montana and ask. Uh, yeah, but who do I call bet? in Montana? I'm going to actually call I was actually gonna the call health airline. department. I'm nope, going to fly the health department. The health department? Call the health okay. department. Yeah. Okay. 
Because they're the ones that's going to be issuing the, the edicts and the edicts and all that other stuff. They're the ones that's going to tell you what their, what their requirements are going to be. And also, you know, back to the arms, Becca, like uh -huh. I told my dad, I'm glad I got my, I got, I'm glad I got all my arms here. Uh -huh. I'll, be, I'll be damned if somebody comes and tries to rob me. I don't have much, but I got, I work, I walk off of what I got. Uh -huh. Some little punk drag me out of my house and burn it down. Yeah. If so, I can help it, I'm going to help it. Leon, have you watched my video about tasers? No, I, I was going to get to that one sometime this week. So I, as you know, I have, I have a gun safe in my house and I have firearms because I'm a proud gun owner. But mm -hmm. as a blind person, I realize it's going to be challenging for me to get a gun and shoot a person if they're threatening me. So I actually purchased a taser that mm -hmm. I carry and for, for protection, if you're going to be like in a mugging situation or something like that, a taser would work really well. So it depends I wanted, too. But I wanted to suggest that to you if you're looking for an alternative way to protect yourself. You know what I mean? Um, no. Well, I thought about a taser. The thing about tasers, <laughs> they, it might not be that effective on people too. I don't know. They're, all that electricity shooting into look their at, body. Look at... um. Uh, there's countless videos on YouTube where people get tased and it don't affect them. Uh, I've actually seen, in fact, one episode of Cops, and this was, I want to say, four months back. Uh -huh. Cop tased the guy. He uh -huh. kept running like it hadn't hit him. Wow. So, mm -hmm. and then come to find out the dude was all hyped up on PCP. Yeah, oh, you I've got, heard you that about Angel you gotta Dust. Take that. You, you got to take that into effect, too, as I hopped up on, like, I, oh, I'll give you another story. Like, yesterday, I was going to dialysis, naked guy uh -huh. just walking down the street. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a naked uh, guy? Yeah, just walking down, just all, the driver, like, look at that naked guy just walking down the street. Did like, somebody call the cops? No. It was like five in the morning, he was just casually walking down oh. the street. You know, like I said, somebody like, you come across somebody like that, a taser won't affect them. You, you need to, um, what you need to do. I'm, I hate to say it, Becca. You got to get some, get a get a get a gun, and or you got a gun, but get a handgun and and yeah, that's what that's what I really need ring. to do. I, let I need ring. to go get a handgun because my rifle is not going to help me in, protect. Like I ought to show you my I, safe I right here. Go get a hand. Man, I ought to what, show you my you safe a, right here. Your gun safe? Yeah, it was right here. It was right next to it. it was right here. Okay. Okay. This, this is why I love my, my country. I love using my freedom. Cause like starting with this little baby right here, it is the Glock 30, 45 ACP, 10 plus one in the chamber. Oh, I love her. This is a true man stopper right here. Now we're gonna go to the Glock 19, nine millimeter. This is the gun you see on most movies, like Bad Boys 1 and 2. Probably three. I ain't seen that one yet, though. But a lot of movies, a lot of movies have this gun in there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, this is the Glock 26, the little baby brother to the Glock 19. And the good thing about this one, you can put the Glock 19 mags in, into this one, and it worked just fine. Give you extra power. I mean, extra bullets. I'm sorry. This is a little sister to the Glock 26. This is a 380. Glock 42, I love her. Just pick, this, is, this is my latest gun purchase right here this year. If everything got crazy. 
That didn't sound good, but I'll pick it up. Oh, Wes, what else, gun? Mm. See, show you that one, show you that one. My little revolver's still in the, in the case, in the safe, but I'll get that one later. That's no big deal. So those are most of my guns. I, I didn't take all of them out now. But now to, now to the bigger firepower. This is an AR-15. This is this is the most demonized gun in America right now for some reason. I don't know why. But it's not fully automatic. It's semi-automatic. You have to pull a trick each time to get a bullet out. It doesn't go rat-tat-tat-tat-tat like some of these idiotic politicians are saying. But love it. This is one of my favorite weapons. I, I'm glad I bought her. Can I ask you a question, Leon? Yes, ma'am. So as long as you've owned that AR-15, have you been laying awake at night terrified that that gun's going to jump out of the gun cabinet and shoot you while you're sleeping? Nope. I never had to really? put a leash on my gun. I never, you know, it, stayed, it stays wherever I put it at that, the night before. I don't know why. Because I've, <laughs> I've heard rumors that these crazy guns kill people. So No, my guns, my guns haven't killed. They haven't, they haven't bucked out the house at night and went on the shooting rampage. So, do you know, have any of your neighbor's guns done anything crazy like that? Nope. Not at all. Wow. And now, this is a true terror right here. The AK-47. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's bad. I, ain't, I forgot. I ain't found a name for it yet, but it's coming pretty soon. The oh, beast? yeah. This is, yeah, <laughs> something a little bit more subtle than that. <laughs> what is he laughing about? Oh, this is my this is my other baby, my my Mossberg Shockwave. This is a short nail. This is a short barrel shotgun, and it is legal in Texas, not in California, because you go to jail. But in Texas, it's perfectly legal. Bought it just like this from from a gun store. Beautiful, twelve gauge pump Mossberg. Oh, I love that. Is that a shotgun? Yep. So does it shoot a uh, birdshot then? Or what, it can. what is that? Okay. I, I use buckshot. Buckshot's the, buckshot the killing power. Birdshot just don't make them mad. So can you tell us the difference between birdshot and buckshot? Well, birdshot is like, of course, hurting ducks and stuff like that. And maybe, and maybe some snakes. But buckshot is that more like babies? Is that more uh, like babies? Yeah. Like birdshot? Okay. Mm. Well, actually, buckshot is BBs to bust no lethal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The buckshot is more like true killing power. That's what you see in the movies where they get shot, and that's what kills them. Is the, <laughs> the so buckshot? So you can do both with a shotgun, birdshot mm-hmm. or buckshot. Matter of fact, okay. you can put them both in the same gun at the same time. Oh. I so wouldn't how do, do you that, decide? Though, at, at, when you're operating the gun, how do you decide which? Which you're shooting out the birdshot or the buckshot? Is there a way? It to depends decide? on yeah. It um, depends on what you load up first, because the first shot is what's gonna go inside the chamber first. Okay. You know, some people do do birdshot first, then buckshot, then buckshot, then birdshot. No, I won't. If you come to my house, I want. I want. I want to. I don't. I want to be political correct, even though I don't want to. Uh-huh. But I'm trying to stop them from to stop them doing for what they were trying to do to me at first. Uh-huh. If I if I can get any more political politically correct than that, okay. But that's just some of my guns, and there are more to come. Best believe on that. So Best those are just some of your. Mm-hmm. Those 
you said those are just some of your guns. So mm -hmm. you have other guns. How oh, many other yeah. guns do you own? I own another AR-15. Uh huh. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring that. Bring that one out. I have a uh -huh. revolver in my in my case right there, and there's another uh -huh. pistol right here. I just don't want to show you yet. Matter of fact, heck, uh -huh. I just said since it's right here. Here's another. Here's another. Another nine millimeter by Taurus. It looks just like the Glock. Uh -huh. You know. So and you're a serious gun entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. A serious firearm enthusiast. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And you know the funny thing about what I like doing too? Like late mm -hmm. at night, I like watch I like listening to scary stories on YouTube about mm -hmm. home break-ins. Uh -huh. I just like to sit at my, you know, sit at my desk with my feet propped up with one of, with one of my guns on my lap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, Leon. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I enjoy a good smoke of a good cigar every now and again. Uh, just, I can't so, show you that just yet, but because that's what's resting. That's that's how you can see me because it's resting on the humidor right now. Hey, Leon, so can you describe for us the process you went through to become eligible to purchase a firearm? Well, in the state of Texas, all you have to do is not be a felon and just show your, your state ID to any gun store. And just fill out your, your um, 4473 form. You know, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's just like any other application with name, social security number, <sighs> address, and check out the box of, uh, are you a felon? Yes, yes or no. Uh -huh. Are you under any controlled substance? Yes or no. Have you ever been convicted of domestic violence? Yes or no. No. And, and, you, just, and you just give it, give the, the paper back to the, to the um, clerk behind the, the counter. He'll just call the FBI and you, you, get, you got your gun in 20, 30 minutes. Come, but that's in Texas, though. Like so, in California, so they, it takes up to 10 days, which is, which is crazy. So they do do a background check, though. They, they verify the information you wrote down with the mm -hmm. FBI then? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. But since, in this, like in a lot of states, they have concealed carry licenses, the background mm -hmm. check, go, it, it goes out the door because you don't need it no more. Because with yeah, a concealed husband, license, it, it does that for the background check for you automatically. Yeah, my husband got his concealed carry permit in Montana years ago. Mm -hmm. so. Like I tell people, I don't leave the house without it. I'm, I'm dead serious. I do not leave. I do not leave the house unarmed. I don't care what it is. I don't care if me and my dad going to the pharmacy or we're going for going to be going for a couple hours. I, I'm not unarmed. I learned that from him. Anything well, can happen look, at any time. Look at everything that's going on right now. That's absolutely true. Anything can happen. And right now we're so much more vulnerable with the rioting and the looting and all the craziness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell I tell everybody, please. If you since well, it's gonna be kind of hard to get guns now. Well, they're starting they starting to creep up again, but uh, they, they come back in, in stock. But if you can't, please go get a gun, please, because uh, times are too times are getting crazy and crazier. I know, and like I say, it's gonna be more rioting, especially after the election. But you best believe uh, it's gonna be rioting. You uh, best believe it's gonna be rioting. And no, and I tell people, please, if you buy a gun, please go, please get proficient with it, like I had to, because mm -hmm. uh -huh. you know, it, that after you make your first shot, you know, it, that's when you get you get hooked on it. After, after that, ever since, you know, you get uh -huh. hooked on it, and it's just, <laughs> oh, it's just fun doing it. Thank you so much for describing that, Leon. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the media does lie. I don't because they don't want they don't want us armed. They want us to be fearful.
No, that's why we have the Second Amendment, you know, from, from a tyrannical government and from enemies foreign and domestic. Uh -huh. You know, anybody breaks in here, I surely hope their family has life insurance. I can't say what I want to <laughs> say, but I got to say it like that. I sure hope they have life insurance. Because, uh -huh. you know, it's just sad now. You, you have to do this nowadays. It's sad. You, you people can't even go outside and enjoy the, 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 the weather, you know, afraid of getting robbed or shot. That's just crazy. Uh-huh. Well, I think we've discussed the firearm question a lot. Um, Cigars. Well, that's something I definitely think we should talk about, Leon. I wonder if we have time right now. Can we talk about being a cigar connoisseur, that, that fascinates me. I've only known like one or two other people in my life that smoke <laughs> cigars, but they, they tend to be like classy individuals. You know what I mean? So tell me about your, how you got started smoking cigars. Can you tell me about the process? Cause isn't it kind of like a clubbish thing or something? You know nope. what I mean? It's nope. you just it's walk like into the, no, you're you just walk into the cigar shop and pick out what you want and pay for it. And, Go out the door. Ask questions like, you know, what, what, you know, what blend is this and all of that. It's, it's more of a, it's more of a, uh, how can I put it? It's just like wine tasting, you know. Uh, so, so, do you bite off the end of your cigar? I cut mine. And I, don't, I never bite. No, no. Okay. I cut it off and throw it away. Cut off the the, so, the end. I cut off the at the foot. I mean, at the head and just give it away and just throw it away. So are you supposed to cut off the end that you light or the end that you put in your mouth? I'm not really then, clear. Then, then that you put in your mouth so, so okay. it can breathe, so the fire can breathe. Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. so then you light the other end. Mm -hmm, the foot. Mm -hmm. And so do you, do you smoke, when you smoke cigars, do you just take a couple of puffs and then put it out till later? Or do you no. usually smoke a whole cigar? Uh, well, I, like earlier today, when, we, uh, when it, I was outside, I was smoking. But, you know, matter of fact, I need to go out. Well, I put it out. But usually I sit there for two or three hours, you know, with a good long cigar. Because uh, oh. I, 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 trust me, you ought to see the smokes I got in my humidor right here. I got some big ones. <laughs> I mean, they're huge. The cigars? I, I'll show you. Hold on. I'll show you. Oh, dude, I can't see them on the screen. <laughs> oh, but. But show for our viewers. Okay. Yeah, show for our viewers. This is just now, one of I, them. I wanted to ask you some questions while you're getting those out, Leon. Years mm -hmm. ago, my best friend and I went to the Caribbean together, and I remember her stepfather, who smoked cigars, asked her to pick up cigars, Cuban cigars, for him. Mm -hmm. So, so, and my the impression that my best friend Carrie and I were given by him when he asked for those cigars is that it's those cigars, like Cuban cigars, were like. Delicacy that he couldn't get. So Not that's, Cubans. Kind of, that, that's kind of why I think cigars tend to be a little bit more oh, classy no. than cigarettes, right? Aren't they? Well, it's more of, with, with, with cigars. With cigars, it's more of a relaxing thing, like wine. Uh, cigarettes right. are more just for like a caffeine rush. Mm -hmm. And this is my baby right here. Oh, yes. This is, is that huge. your cigar? This is one, this is the biggest one I have for now. Is that this your biggest a, cigar or your biggest gun? My, my biggest cigar. Okay. This thing was about a three and that three hour smoke. Oh, yes. 
Tell her how long sure. it is. Is what she's wanting to know. Have, have you started it yet? No, no, not not yet. It's, I'm letting it okay. get. I'm letting it get. I'm aging it right now. Oh. So, the, so you know, just like just like wine or, or good alcohol, if you age it, the better the taste. That's what that's what I'm doing so with this one. Do you well, put most it, of them actually? Do you age it at room temperature? Or do you have to cool it in the refrigerator mm, or put into a human? Put it into a humidor. Okay. Um, you know, he, uh, he, uh, humidity is a, is a cigar's best friend. Okay. That's what I got in my in my humidor. This mm -mm, almost dropped it. Don't want to do that. Um, this is the C C A O Flathead. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this cigar. It is it's strong and it's ooh. You talk about a long, long, long. You come from a long, hard, stressful day. These will relax you. Trust believe they will. And you, so, and you see how I got started in them, huh? How I got started in smoking cigars. Can I ask what the active ingredients are in this cigar? Like, I am assuming nicotine. Are there other substances no, in there? No, that's the, that's okay. the thing. That's, that's the thing about cigars. It's just pure tobacco. Okay. There's no, there's no added. It's, it's just pure tobacco. There's no nothing added to it at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to keep lighting it up sometime because because of that. Unlike cigarettes, that's why cigarettes can they can keep burning after you after you let uh -huh. it down for because all the all the added chemicals, but not a cigar. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you talk about I've met so many different people smoking cigars. You you wouldn't even know. Wouldn't believe it. You know, millionaires to everyday Joes like myself, they just love so cigars. It's a good social activity then. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, maybe not mm -hmm. a healthy social activity, but it's a, a so, another way to socialize with people. Mm -hmm. Another way to open up that, that door to socializing with people. Mm -hmm. Well, that's mm -hmm. wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been smoking, well, on and off, but it was because, that was because of personal reasons, but I picked it up a few months ago and... You know, I never got this far with smoking cigars, with having so many, like I do now. I think I have, I think I have over a hundred, um, over a hundred different cigars in my in my humidor right now. Oh. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So, as a blind man, how do you differentiate between your different cigars in your humidor? Um. Well, being organized. Do they smell just, differently? So, well, some of them do. I even have flavored ones, but oh. I say I save those for a different occasion. But that, but mm -hmm. those can't be in my humidor because it'll mess up the taste of my of the ones that's already in there, the flavored oh, okay. ones. You don't want to uh -huh. do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Joy, did you have anything else you'd like to share? I can take the thing I want to talk about to be safe for another day. Trust and believe on that. Okay, great. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.